Hello, listeners. Welcome back for yet another episode of Below the Dot. I am your host, Chris Sharp. And I am your co-host, Terry McGregor. In this episode, we will be reviewing Season 1, Episode 4, which is titled Eye of the Beholder. But before we get started, we did want to give a note about where you can watch Degrassi. Yes, little disclaimer. Um, So there are two places you can watch Degrassi for free, right? That's the most important part right there. Uh, All Degrassi episodes are available on YouTube. Just takes a quick little search and you can find pretty much every episode. But also, if you have Roku, the Roku channel is free. Um, If you have the Roku stick or the Roku television, it's an app that's already installed on your television. Or you can go to therokuchannel.com and all Degrassi episodes are available there as well. So if you'd like to watch along with us, you can do so for free using YouTube or Roku. Yes, that is good to know. I did not know that about Roku. I've always watched all the episodes on, so that was news to me, on YouTube. So I just wanted to go look up the specific channel just so everyone could know. You can't pretend that you don't know. It is youtube.com, in case you can't spell, Y-O-U-T-U-B-E dot C-O-M slash letter C is in cat slash Degrassi. You should know how to spell Degrassi, but in case you don't, D-E-G-R-A-S-S-I. Again, that's youtube.com slash C slash Degrassi. And that will get you to the YouTube channel for Degrassi, where you can choose from any of the seasons or extra little episodes they have on here that allow you to watch it for free. And if you didn't know, now you know. So feel free to watch along with us as we go down this rabbit hole um, and continue. Absolutely. Cannot promise it'll always be there because, you know, we are here because we did find out that it was coming to HBO. So I can't imagine they're going to allow it to still be free on YouTube for long. So, like, no pressure, but I'm just saying if you want to watch it for free and you don't have access to HBO, now is the time to do it. Get it while you can. That's a really good point, actually. HBO is about to take ownership of all that. (laughs) They're not about to have none of it. (laughs) Yeah. But, yes, so now that we have gotten that out of the way, this episode is titled Eye of the Beholder. And the description is, Terry doesn't want to attend Degrassi's first nighttime dance because she thinks she's too fat for any guy to like her. Spinner likes her, but Paige wants him for herself, and by playing on her insecurities, gets Terry drunk before her date with Spinner. Meanwhile, Emma is puzzled by the new kid's behavior, and JT and Toby skip the dance to look at internet pornography. Love There's that a lot going on. Us. There's so much going on this episode. A few fun facts before we dive right into the episode. Uh, this episode is when I found out that washroom is a Canadian version of restroom, or the polite way to say bathroom. Um, it is plastered on the bathroom door as Terry is running through it. We'll get to that part. So that was fun. Um, and last episode, we talked about how we pretty much met all the Degrassi characters um, and their respective friend groups. This episode, we see those friendships and their dynamics a little bit more. Um, some to point out is JT is very clearly a troublemaker in Toby's life. Um, <laughs> Emma has a lot more freedom than Manny does. 
Mm-hmm. Funny enough, because that you see it later down the line. If you know, you know. If you don't, you'll mm. find out. <laughs> um, Paige could barely be considered a friend to Ashley or Terry, but their dynamic is most interesting to me because they're teenage girls. So makes a lot of sense why they butt heads so often or why Paige is a shitty friend. And we'll okay, see why. That is, that is so accurate because as I'm watching this episode, and in fact, honestly, any interaction with Paige this entire season so far, so um, four episodes now, I just continue to wonder... Why is anyone friends with her? But, Literally. I mean, you pointing out, it's like, I have such a hard time, you know, reckoning with the fact that, yes, developmentally appropriate, but also, my God, stop being friends with her. She's so mean. She's terrible. And to, like, be an adult and look at it, you would literally be like, I wouldn't be friends with this person. I wouldn't talk to this person. It would just take one of her, like, snarky remarks for me to be like, you know what, this isn't for me. But when you're a teenager, it's like, your friends are everything to you, so you just deal with it. Um, so that's interesting to see because it just gets progressively worse with her. Um, and then the, I, <laughs> I mean, it's like the minute she said new year, new look new page. And then she shaded me for not working on my appearance over the summer. It would have been like, all right, bitch, new year, new look, new friend group. Right. And then I guess I could see like eighth grade being the year that you, the end of eighth grade being the year that you could stop being friends with people. Cause some people go to different high schools. Yeah. Um, we learned that that's not the case for necessarily this cast, but I could see you like really being willing to get rid of people eighth grade year. Um, and that's yeah. what they should do. <laughs> I feel like for me, um, the, a good cutoff time was at the end of senior year of high school. There you go. Um, for the, it's like, yeah, we're not going to the same school after this. We're not going to the same place after this. And it's a great time to just stop answering phone calls and texts and just drop that group chat. Exactly. So hopefully our friends here learn a little thing or two about that. Um, the last fact I realized is that we're finally introduced introduced to Sean. Um, and he's the only main character that wasn't featured in episodes one through three. So this makes it the first episode to feature all the main characters of this very large ensemble cast. So, mm. And Sean does bring some drama and we will get to see in future episodes. Actually, I mean, honestly, he brings some drama in this episode too, in this doesn't he? episode, yeah. No one really gives him any shit. He's really just like walking around doing whatever he wants to do. <laughs> I do have a few notes about that. Um, love. Oh, you know, that's the next episode called Parent Day. Or Parents' Day, where we'll get to see a little bit more of Sean in this episode, in that episode. But we do get some out of Sean in this episode too. So I mean, we can go ahead and write into it. Yeah. All right. Let's- so the episode is is titled "Eye of the Beholder" because beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And I guess there's also probably a song titled that somewhere out there. There is. It's by Metallica. I learned. Mm, good work. <laughs> All right. So our first opening scene, um, some Terry and her dad are just kind of talking about the school dance, and she's all, Dad, I'm not going. I'm too fat. Um, and Terry's dad's response is, well, you're beautiful. And he's right. Terry is a badass bitch, baby. Um, I think it's kind of a weird way of wording <laughs> that. But, like, Terry's super cute um, for she the is. little child that she is. Um, and so there's no reason why she should look in the mirror and not see a gorgeous girl who apparently is the eye of Spanish affection but unfortunately terry is her insecurities are high and when she when she looks at herself she doesn't like what she sees she's very down on herself and 
I get into this a little bit later because I was, I mean, her dad's the only one to really challenge that thought for her, but it's your parent. And I mean, you would expect them to say something like that. So I could see why she wouldn't take his, like his word for it necessarily. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm not listening to you, dad. You're just saying this because you're my dad and you're supposed to say that. You and I have that's to how say she that. responds. Mm-hmm. Like you, you don't actually mean that I'm cute. And for what it's worth, um, I was a pretty ugly duckling in my, in my like middle school years myself. But I do remember like my parents' friends used to always be like, oh, I bet the boys think you're so cute. And let me tell you, the boys did not think I was cute. And I knew that the boys didn't think I was cute. And this isn't to say that I felt about myself the way Terry felt about herself. It was like, yeah, I know I'm awkward and I'm not fixing myself. And again, like I told you, I was determined to be ugly and I was perfectly confident in that. So, um, but adults will tell you you're cute, um, you know whatever it is that they tell you about like how you have to be fighting all the boys off, which is hella heteronormative, but I digress. Um, they'll say, they'll say all those things to you. And like, what the hell are you talking about? Do you really know? And you know, damn well, I needed to run a comb through my hair, but right. you don't, you don't know. And it's also like you existed in the same space as your child did normally 30 to 40 years ago right so it's literally like you have no clue what beauty standards are like what the pressures are in that current time as like you did when you were growing up right so in that case from my past you know the adults were wrong but in this case terry's dad is right she is gorgeous he is right but yeah so that was the opening scene that we saw and then the next scene we cut to the beginning of school um which i thought you know you kind of did highlight on this um Ashley's like, yeah, you know, the dance is coming up. Can't believe you're not. Terry, come on, you gotta come. Terry gives this trash excuse for why she can't go. Um, but Ashley's like, oh, if it doesn't go well, it's daylight dancing for another year. And I was like, what the hell does that even mean? It's so funny. And when you think about it, it's like when they were arriving to the school, I know like daylight savings and all that crap. When they were arriving to the school, it was still light outside. So just the fact that they were so excited for this night dance when it was probably like still light out for 50% of the dance. It's just like a Friday night dance opposed to, I don't know when they would be doing dances. When would you be able to do dances during the day anyway? Right. And so like I, it took me so long to realize that she was saying like, we're just going to have dances during the daytime. Like they were never going to have a dance at nighttime. And also just like kind of like looking ahead and knowing how many dances occurred after this and how many, how much nonsense happened at every so single much. dance. This might be the only dance in Degrassi history where there wasn't pure chaos. That's the funny thing too, right? And even funny enough, like Drake's uh, like reunion video takes place at a dance. So that's funny. But it's literally like the first taste of freedom for these badass kids. And you mm-hmm. will see that like... <laughs> Yep. And so, um, so you, you know, they're talking about the dance. And one question I had, or one of my many questions I have, is why is everyone pining after Spinner in the first place? See, I had an issue with this, too, because it goes back to my, like, memory of watching it as a kid and just being like, these people look like the people that they're interested in. Like, literally just as, yeah. as a white male and a white woman, they're going to date. because With, the, like, oval round face. Right, like, yeah. It, they look alike and it's just like what in what world would Paige with the confidence she has and just like everything that she is and becomes why are you dating Spinner like why is that the person you have your eye on and we see some of that later where you're just asking like why is this happening and and I wrote a note about it so we'll get to that when we get there but before we get there 
first we see Spinner, first of all, bullying a younger student who probably didn't deserve it. Typical. And it's like Terry thinks he's cute. I, I don't know if he came up and asked Terry for her notes at that point in time. or But like, it's like you see that Terry likes him and then Ash and him and Terry are talking about, oh my God, Spinner likes you. And then Paige comes out of nowhere. And it's obvious that Paige likes him too. And just there are so many other boys in the school, I'm sure. So many. So little teachers. Funny enough. Because if you know, you know. If you don't, you'll find out. <laughs> so little teachers, but so many boys for sure. And I'm really surprised that like no one realized. Because <laughs> there's a, yeah. we do get another teacher later we on. Do. We <laughs> do get another teacher in a lot of senses of the word. Um, but I just think it's so funny that none of them really, I don't know, maybe they did, maybe they didn't. No one realizes that they're all going after the same person because Paige is one being super nosy. Like nobody was talking to her. And then she like, enters the conversation and it's just very snarky with anything that had to do with spinner i would just literally be like girl what's good like are we going after the same person or what because you're being real sketchy right now and like this comes back to if we were really friends i probably wouldn't have liked the same person who you liked i right in all of my life of liking boys which i have been a hard straight since kindergarten i don't know what i was doing before kindergarten but i've been a hard straight since kindergarten so in all my life of liking boys I think I have liked the same boy one time as my friend. So this just wasn't an issue for me. And also, I mean, it was sixth grade. And of course he went for my friend. And also I was like, girl, we're 12. Like, right. <laughs> I don't care. Um, so I just, this whole, it just furthers my belief that just Paige, they were just not good friends to each other. No. Or Paige was not a good friend to them. Ashley and Terry, I think were fairly nice girls but Paige was just snarky all the time she was and for all the wrong reasons because it was just like you're being a shitty friend over this not even a man this boy who literally looks like literally in the television show looks like he smells like they Mm, really paint him out to look like he smells and this is fascinating to me (laughs) he absolutely looked like he did not wash his ass right not at all and they are literally just like Paige is really willing to risk her quote unquote friendship for all of it so that's yeah she's so fake but yeah so Paige is being a hating ass bitch on terry and um then we get to meet sean for the first time after they have this little conversation we meet to the classroom and i love the way um mr simpson is like go ahead and introduce yourself and sean is just like no and sits down he wanted no parts he's literally like I wrote in my notes too, like from the beginning, they make sure that you understand that he is supposed to be the bad boy, like the mm-hmm. rebel. He pulls up on his first day of school on a motorcycle or some he type does. of scooter with his brother, who's his guardian that we find out later. And then he pulls up in the classroom and is like, I'm not introducing myself to y'all hoes. Like, y'all know what it is. If you don't, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And so Emma is, she is just like, I'm going to the school dance, even if I have to go alone. And say what you will about Emma Nelson. I, she she's not the greatest friend um and she can be real white savory a lot of the time but i love how she knows what she wants and she goes for it and that you know she says this is my opinion i'm going to tell you my opinion and i'm going to go for it so she's like i want to go to the dance and if you guys aren't going with me and you guys don't want to go that's fine i'm still going and that's okay i i love her determination to go and, it, and I feel like it wasn't really even solely motivated by the fact that um, she sees Sean's and she's a little bit interested. 
I just think she wanted to go to the dance. Yeah, I get that too. Like she really was like, this is like our first nighttime dance for them too. So it's like, this is a big deal. I want to go. And I have to say, if my friends were not going to a seventh grade dance, I don't know that I would have went alone. So this does say a lot about Emma and yeah, just literally who her character ends up becoming. But yeah, spot on, honestly. When I, when you know how Emma ends up and just the people we were talking about, like there's a lot, there's a lot to unpack here. There's a little bit more to unpack. Yeah. But again, it's nice to think about her in this sense right now where she's (laughs) young and going for it. Where she goes, where she ends up, nobody knows, but where she goes along the journey, a real fun ride. Um, So once again, nobody's in class and that the students who are on the dance committee are pulled from class to set up for the dance. And honestly, I guess this kind of makes sense. Um, But seeing Paige's smug face behind Terry and Ashley as Terry and Ashley kind of talk about Terry's insecurities, it just got me so annoyed. It's frustrating. I'm so frustrated that she's just sitting there like smugly looking over at Terry like, ha ha, you don't feel good about yourself. Like what? Ugh. She's just a mean girl, and it's so frustrating to just see it. And th- so also see that nobody puts her in her place. That's just kind of like, the thing. It's so frustrating. They literally, like, just accept it. But it's just, like, who willingly ex- – like, in any – again, any circumstance when you are an adult, you just won't deal with people like that in your life. So that's so frustrating to see. And these moments – I feel like she's always here in the moments where she doesn't need to be. Like, right. she's not someone you need to be around when you're feeling bad about yourself because she's so far up her own ass that it's, like – you wouldn't want her opinion of you anyway, because it's going to be something negative. Right. So then it really um, kind of helps me to appreciate her dynamic with Manny later. Um, because again, here I am sitting here complaining about how no one puts her in her place. And I mean, Manny does. Manny gives her does. a run for her money for sure. And she deserved it. Now that looking at this episode and thinking about where we go, she absolutely deserved what she has coming to her again and again and again. But before we get there, back at the dance setup, um, you know, Paige was in a conversation she had no business being in. Um, Terry's talking about she's insecure. Ash is like, let's do a makeover. For some odd reason, Paige invites herself to this. We know why Paige invites herself, but I don't know why she was allowed to come. (laughs) Again, this is just not somebody you would want to be at your makeover because she is, again, just so far up her own ass that it doesn't even matter. Like, she's not going to do anything for you. Because, and also in this moment too, like, Terry's literally telling them that she thinks she needs to lose 10 pounds, yada, yada, yada. And I agree with Ashley's standpoint of, like, you just need to feel better about yourself. Yeah, that's cool. Like, she does need some more confidence. But also, why did no one challenge the fact that she doesn't need to lose any weight? None. Like, at all. She's a very average-sized teenager in this show. Like, literally. And no one challenged it. And this takes me back to just the beginning of the episode where her dad's the only one to challenge it. And, of course, that's not who she needs to hear it from. She needs to hear it from her friends. Like, even saying that you're going to give her a makeover is a little bit much, too, because you could literally just be like, you could go like that and you'd be fine. But, no, you want to make her do all these extra things. Well, also, the boy who you want to impress doesn't wash his ass. So you could just show up the way you are, girl. show up in your sweater, in your sweater vest, whatever you want. Whatever (laughs) tickles your fancy because it's fucking spinner. Like, come on. Right. But yeah, so um, then we see a little scene between Sean and Jimmy. um, And they emphasize back. So Sean was at Degrassi last year. And for some odd reason, he left. I don't know if we ever find out why, but I... I will be paying attention to find out. Um, But he left. And when he came back to enroll back in Degrassi, 
he had to enroll back in seventh grade. So this is his second time repeating seventh grade. And oh, he was eating at lunch. And Jimmy goes over and he's like, yeah, hey, man, great to see you. And uh, Spinner just kind of gets up and walks away. Now, I have a question. Did you think that Jimmy was gloating? Did not know what to take of that scene. Like, I literally was just like, what is he like? Why is he so concerned about Sean? Like, I didn't understand what his obsession was. Because we know that Sean and Jimmy ultimately have a rivalry later down the road. But it's like, I couldn't, I didn't get a mean vibe. What I got from their interactions was that Jimmy was just kind of trying to be nice to Sean. And Sean was interpreting it as negatively because Sean was insecure. So Sean is insecure that he's repeating seventh grade for one reason or another. Um, and he's interpreting Sh- Jimmy basically being like, I know you're in grade seven, but it's okay. Like, it's nice to see you back. I know that you're in grade seven, but you can come to my grade eight party because you were here last year. And it was like, it's. I hear what you're saying. And I f- and understand that you would feel some type of way about this if you're insecure. But I don't feel like Jimmy was trying to be mean. I don't think so either. And again, this is the person that stands beside Spinner in all these stupid moments throughout the last four episodes we've seen. Bullying grade seven people, like just really stupid, like childish things. So that's why I was just like, oh, he's like really interested in Sean like being back or like maybe he's just trying to make him feel welcomed or maybe he just wants someone else to be a part of his clique with Spinner. Like I definitely didn't think that he was trying to make of him but now that you mention it like that i mean every single time they saw each other he did bring up the fact that he did was repeating the grade but i don't know if that's just because i know you because we were in grade seven together last year but i just don't remember jimmy really being that mean of a kid yes he's friends with spinner yes he goes along with a lot of the shenanigans that spinner does and he's definitely not the angel on Spinner's shoulder, as I feel like maybe Marco becomes to be at some point in time. But he's not the devil on, on no. Spinner's shoulder either. He's more kind of like a neutral, positive person who sometimes goes along. But sometimes he's like, Spinner, you need to hold back a little bit. So I just, yeah, I can't, I don't actively remember Jimmy kind of bullying anyone else besides when he kind of goes at it with Spinner. I don't remember him being just a mean kid intentionally so i'm or unless someone has done something to him um because obviously we see him having the rivalry with sean later on down the line but i don't remember seeing that i i just don't know what to think of him having these conversations with sean is it nice is it mean does it go the wrong way because they didn't really know how to express themselves like had sean said something then could i don't know does it go into a fight and it didn't really need to or was Jimmy trying to start a fight? I don't know. These are all valid questions. I know. it's This is so weird to me. And it's something I really didn't remember happening. Like so early on. And like them putting emphasis on the fact that he had re like had to redo the seventh grade. So me neither. And but then was like knowing where it goes and, and how their rival rivalry just kind of continues. It has me wonder, was this set up on purpose? So right. actually, I guess maybe Jimmy probably was being mean on purpose. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, so Jimmy goes up to, to Sean. Sean kind of just walks away. Emma, nosy as she is, is watching from the side. Uh, she's definitely got her eye on um, her sight set on Sean. And that's kind of what we get out of that. Meanwhile, Toby and JT are talking about their plans to watch porn for the night. (laughs) JT got what he says, the URLs from his cousin. And I don't even understand what this means. 
because I wasn't watching porn in 2003. So I just, I don't, I, I, I know what a URL is, but the concept of being like, yeah, I got these URLs for free porn for my cousin doesn't make any sense to me. I guess that's, I guess that's what people do. I thought people had like Playboy magazines then. Right. And this is funny because they're still referring to the internet as the net for short, which like no one really ends up doing uh, <laughs> they're on from that. But also like the, so it's just like, did he mean website? Like you have these free websites, like. So you have Pornhub, like, you know what Pornhub is? Like, that's what I'm trying to figure out here. Because it's just like, what does this mean? Like, you just have the websites to free porn. So my question is, at that point in time, did you have to pay for porn websites, access to porn websites because there was no Pornhub? So he kind of got like a back alley link that got him into a website. So this is like on the dark web of porn. So we got like a backdoor entrance. Versus a front door entrance that he would have had to pay for. Because you know that they're not paying because they're no, right. seventh graders. So I don't know. But anyway, JT got some URLs from his cousin and now they're going to watch porn tonight. Um, so back to Terry and Paige. Uh, well, Terry, Paige and Ashley. Whose house were they at? That wasn't clear to me. I think they were at Ashley's house. Maybe. No, they were at Terry's house because that's where they were drinking the... Yeah, they were at Terry's. Where the hell was her dad? That's what I'm saying. And like, why did, or did Paige bring the alcohol? Because like, why did Paige go for the alcohol so she knew where it was? Or like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what was weird to me. Yeah. So I don't know. I thought, I, yeah, I think they were at Terry's house. And I don't know, you know, Paige always invites her little self along. So that could have been it. I was looking at Terry's hair, just like, as y'all tried. And this was a very early 2000s hairstyle, just like the hair pulled back in the front with a bunch of the clips. And another time we look and they've got like the butterfly clips in the hair. Very early 2000s style. very early 2000s with like twisties and all these little braids Mm -hmm. and all these updos. And it's the dance. So, you know, they're doing like the updos right. Like they they think they're going in. Ashley has some th- some ice blue eyeshadow on that is also very reflective of the time. And Paige actually complains about, oh, I've sweated off all my makeup. And when she comes back, she too has the ice blue, like, she, icy, yeah. icy eyeshadow on her eyes. Um, Paige's intentions of being there are clearly just to make Terry feel worse about herself. Ashley's trying to make Terry feel better. Paige is there to be like, mm, I mean, I guess... I guess if you think you look good. It's terrible because she literally is like, oh, wow, you actually do look good. Like, excuse me? Man. And then the minute Ashley leaves to go set up for the dance, that's when when Paige swoops in and says, let's drink some alcohol. Sabotage central. And you know she's sabotaging her because Terry's sitting there drinking and Paige isn't taking a sip. And Terry says, I don't know what Terry says, but then Paige goes, well, you should just have some of mine. And she pours all of her wine into Terry's glass. Yeah, this whole sabotage moment is literally Paige, like, trying to tell Terry how to act. And I'm assuming, like, because you're getting her drunk, you want her to either do that 
in spite or like to make things worse. So she's like telling her to be more confident in herself and like to make the first move. And then when you're really drunk, like I'm sure that it's just coming off as you're coming on like really strong. That's not cute. So I'm pretty sure in this advice that she's giving her, she's making her drink to literally just make a fool of herself. Obviously, but but like. It's crazy because yes, Terry was drunk ultimately at the dance, but she didn't do that much that I I don't understand why Spinner was turned off. Yeah, (laughs) me either. And this is another funny thing as I guess we'll talk about it when she gets to the dance, but it's just like in my mind when I was watching it, I'm just like, what did this actress like watch for her to like embody a drunk person that's in the eighth grade? You know what I mean? Like because (laughs) she was just like throwing herself around, but not even like, but none of her behavior was a drunk person, which I guess her age makes sense. Maybe she didn't know how to act drunk. So I'll give it to her. She was not acting drunk, which I guess we can go ahead. So we cut back to JT and Toby. They're having some trouble getting on, disabling the, the filter on the computer. There's a parent filter. Now we're back at Paige and Terry. Um, I did write that a red flag was that Paige wasn't drinking as she continues to pour Terry more alcohol. Um, then we're now we're at the dance. Emma gets dropped off by her mom. Her mom is like, don't talk to strangers. Or she says something that embarrasses Emma. But Emma keeps going in. She is determined to get to the dance with sights set on Sean. Sean is hanging out at the dance. Not really sure why he went, but I guess he you know, wanted to hang out. Um, Radich is six feet away, and Jimmy goes to invite Sean to his party. It's grade eight only, but you know you were here last year, so he makes this comment. Sean rubbed the wrong way, whether or not it was intentional or not. He puts Jimmy against the wall. Now, earlier, when Terry and Paige got to the dance, Ashley's like, you got to get Terry out of the way because Radish, he can't see her. And so they rush Terry into the dance because we don't want this man, Radish, to see that they are not following the rules. Yet, almost immediately after that, Sean pushes Jimmy against the wall. He's clearly about to fight this man. And Radish is less than six feet away, somehow entirely oblivious to this interaction. It's fully in his like eyesight. Like if he were to just look up, you would see Jimmy being pushed against a wall and a lot of commotion. Like <laughs> Right. And White Saver Emma steps in and asks Sean to dance. How romantic. Very she bold. Knows, uh, she is the confidence that Paige talks about it. Period. Men like it when you're confident. And that is Emma. <laughs> she goes for what she wants. A woman knows what she wants. Literally. She's like, I will save your ass and also get a dance out of this. So <laughs> Right. And Terry... Back to Terry, she actually just looks like she's having a good time, and I don't understand why people were laughing at her. Look, this dance looks fucking boring. I will tell you (laughs) that right now. It looks boring. Nobody's dancing with each other. They're literally, or they're dancing super far apart, not even moving, and they're all hating on Terry, who's literally just, like, finding her groove, you know what I mean? Like, just having fun, and everyone is being a hater. None of this makes sense. We also didn't touch on the fact that the outfit that they end up going with for Terry is literally just like a tank top and a midi skirt. Right. Um, And it's so funny because Terry's just like, I think this is too sexy. And girl, look at us now. How how did they roll up that skirt, though? Right. How did they get that to stay? I was very confused about that. Yeah. Several times throughout the episode, she's wearing this midi skirt and... If, whether it's Paige or Terry herself, they're literally just hiking it up higher and higher to make it a mini skirt. So, 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she's having a good time dancing and everyone's laughing at her. Red flag again, Paige is off to the side laughing at her instead of pulling her to the side and trying to help her. Terry then trips over air and um, then she runs off to go vomit. And that's when Paige moves in on Spinner, who has been entirely uninterested in her this entire episode. He's Wants just brushed her off. To do with her every single time. And again, like this would be a red flag to be like, why is she always here when Terry leaves? Or like, why is she around the corner every time I'm trying to talk to somebody else? Why? Like, right. why are you even giving her the time of day? But no, he dances with her because why not? And I get that eighth grade boys don't make any sense, but he was clearly interested in Terry. All Terry did was have a little bit of confidence. Then she ran off to just, you know, go throw up in the bathroom. And then all of a sudden he's dancing with Paige and it doesn't make any sense. He's been so uninterested in Paige, but this is her moment. She is going for her man. Scammer. But yeah, so back to, again, JT and Toby. They're finally or they have finally gotten some access to those URLs, the parent blockers down. They are looking at some boobs. I believe uh, JT asks, oh, oh, are those real or are they fake? Or I don't know what he asks. I think they're real. And their parents are behind like, hmm, I actually think it's silicone. Secondhand embarrassment. I don't care how (laughs) old this episode is. That is so embarrassing. Like, not you... On literally the dark web with your parents, like right over your shoulder. No one heard the door open. Like, that's so embarrassing. I have so many questions. So, their ass, the little asses got caught looking at porn. We find out later that uh, Toby's parents made them continue watching porn, I think, to discuss how the porn they were watching objectifies women. How even more embarrassing. Literally the first time you like access porn and then two seconds later, you are forced to watch it with someone's parents. I would have been traumatized. I would have never I don't know returned. I there is anything more embarrassing than that. That's terrible. This whole time too, actually, I was thinking in my mind as JT is talking about these URLs, I'm like, you're literally like, you're going to give the computer a virus. Like, that's it. Your parents are going to find out because you're going to give them a virus. I completely forgot that they, like, make them watch porn with them. But in my mind, I'm like, I'll just going to fuck up the family computer. And they're going to be like, where did this virus come from? LimeWire. Right. LimeWire and all these sketchy URLs that JT got from his unnamed cousin. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. That was so embarrassing. But, yes, speaking of embarrassed... Terry's in the bathroom vomiting. She is embarrassed of her behavior. And the next morning, Terry, hungover, embarrassed about the fact that she drank all that alcohol and, I guess, danced with Spinner. See Spinner and sneaky-ass Paige lets Terry know, Spinner's going to be using my notes from now on. I want to know why Spinner can't take his own fucking Why notes. can't Spinner take his own notes? This is ridiculous. That would be a red flag for me because I don't want a man that doesn't take his own notes. You know you can't copy my homework. Y'all be yeah. dumb enough. Like, come on. No, I just, I don't understand. Why do you guys want this man who cannot copy his, take his own notes? I can't. I also forgot to mention the fact that they were drinking in the eighth grade is really wild to me. Yeah, and I think that they drink in the eighth grade and Degrassi Junior High as well before a dance. These dances get wild at Degrassi. I want to say I've seen that episode before. I'm I so sure. I think it's wild. I, didn't, I feel like I knew some kids in eighth grade who were drinking. 
I personally was not. And I thought that they were wild for doing so. wild to think about. Like, high school makes sense. I will tell you allegedly that I was drinking in high school because, like, I had friends whose parents were the cool parent and literally would be like, you can come to our house and do this, right? Um, But that's high school because you're getting ready to go to college and, like, you can get into clubs and stuff like that. So you're going to be around drinking. But to be drinking in the eighth grade is insane to me. And the other funny thing about this whole storyline is, like, I literally – my friends will tell you that there was a situation like this at our like senior homecoming where someone came drunk that's more fitting than coming drunk to an eighth grade dance like right that's just so wild to me because i'm like i can relate to this but i was a senior in high school when this happened (laughs) like why is this happening in the eighth grade i remember at that age i accidentally had wine myself um long story short i was at church body of crisis wine thought i was supposed to drink it wasn't supposed to drink it that shit was nasty the blood or my, my bad the blood of christ the blood of Christ tastes disgusting. And I remember being like, this is disgusting. Because then my teacher got upset with me for saying that the blood of Christ oh, no. was disgusting. So that is to say that I was not drinking in eighth grade and I thought that was nasty. And for Terry to just be sitting there, she was chilling. sipping it, like wasn't really disgusted. Like they never told her to act out as if she was disgusted. I guess maybe the wine, maybe the wine she tasted was better than the wine they had at my church that day. No idea. Either way, Terry was just, her acting regarding being junk was not that great. No, it's very funny when you think about it. Um, Yeah, so uh, the moral of this story for me is don't trust Paige. Period. Because my little uh, note is don't trust a bitch named Paige. Yeah. Um, I don't know how many other pages I've ever known, but this bitch named Paige, don't trust her. Uh, and some predictions I have. Um, we did kind of talk about Terry's lack of confidence and self-worth. Um, I would like to see Terry address this confidence and have some changes in her opinion. The end of this episode, she was very disheartened by the fact that Spinner is now getting his note from Paige. She's very hurt. So I just want to see Terry be happy. So I would like to see that storyline happen. And not just about having a man, but I just want her to feel good about herself. And I don't think that we got to see that at the, at the end of this episode. We did not have a resolution. And I would like Terry to feel good about herself. That's fair. And then I'm also thinking about there's a point in the episode where Terry's junk, but she like openly tells, this makes it worse because she openly tells Paige that she's interested in Spinner. So the fact that Paige being the only one sober one in this situation and like actually knowing how she feels and to do what she does is very shady. So I too want Terry so much better for Terry. Always. Yeah. Forever and always. And Paige continues to be shady, not next episode, but the episode after. I mean, she's shady next episode, but even more shady with Ashley the episode after that. She's just shady all season. So again, moral, don't trust Paige. Predictions, Terry's going to dress her self-worth. We've kind of talked a little bit about Emma and Sean, what's kind of going on there. She's clearly interested in him. Are they going to go further? Are they not? Is she going to find someone else? Is Sean interested? He did say yes to dancing with her. Right. Amid like fist in the air, ready to punch Jimmy in his face. So that means something. Right. And with that, the boiling, it boiling up between Sean and Jimmy. um, Is this the end of their battle or will we see heightened emotions between them in the future? I can tell you right now, we absolutely will. Because Degrassi goes there. 
every single time. If you know, you know. If you don't, you will find out. Um, I literally, all those, the moral episode, that's pretty much what I got. Um, don't trust a bitch named Paige. She's a hater. Don't drink wine prior to your eighth grade nighttime dance. And also, Spinner doesn't know how to take his own notes. And I don't like that. So that's what I got out of it. And I think that just means that Terry needs somebody different. But also, Terry doesn't need anybody, if we're being honest. So... Yes, I agree. So with that note, I believe we are at the end of episode four. This is our third episode, but the fourth episode of the season, Eye of the Beholder. In next week's episode, it is titled Parents' Day, I believe. With Parents' Day fast approaching, Toby decides to convince his divorced parents that the event is canceled in order to avoid an ugly public spat between them. Meanwhile, Ashley and Paige vie for the attention of Toby's mom who happens to be a casting agent. Emma is annoyed by the NAK, News About Kids, morning announcement program, believing it is to be biased. She then writes an opinionated paper about NAK and gets into an argument with Sean and his brother about it. Mm. Ah, that's why we meet his brother or are introduced to him very uh, quickly in this episode. I love Sean's brother in next episode, so I can't wait to talk about how I love how he gets into that argument with with Emma. Looking forward to all that. And as always, my friends, like we say, like, comment, share, and subscribe. Listen to us where you get your podcasts, specifically on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Follow us on Instagram at below the dot. That's B-E-L-O-W period T-H-E-D-O-T. Let us know who needs to, whose look we need next. I also made a note in this and I realized I didn't say it. I think Emma needs a uh, get the look for her school dance outfit, honestly, because Homegirl has <laughs> the tie dye baby t shirt. She has a matching scrunchie. There are lots of matching scrunchies this episode. She did. So, you know, the girls were really doing it the updos, all that stuff. So let us know who you want to see next for our very fun segment of Get the Look. Um, and as always, thank you for listening, following, leave a comment, like, share, subscribe, and all that good stuff. And meet us below the dot next Thursday. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will be here next week. Bye.